Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Watching the White Sox play over the last five days has been extremely frustrating. The only thing that I'm, I can take some solace in is that the season is almost over. They've almost made it to the finish line. But they've put some hurdles in front of themselves with the way that they're playing. The struggle has been real. You go back to Thursday. You go back to them clinching a playoff spot, which was very exciting for everyone involved. They had clinched the playoff spot. And then you, you, it feels like, I know that this isn't 100% real. This is the type of thing that people who do sports radio shows and podcasts that are based on sports like to project onto the team. It feels like they got into the playoffs and was like, oh, we have accomplished our goal, and now we can coast until the playoffs start. With the schedule that they had in front of them, you had a, a what I refer to as a plucky Cincinnati team that is also fighting to be in the playoffs and could cause a lot of problems if they do make it into the playoffs to start the the road trip off on. And they didn't have success against Cincinnati. And then they go to Cleveland hoping that things will be better in Cleveland and things are made worse in Cleveland. Now, they're stuck in a place where they have to fight their way through. They've got to... That's one of the things I want to see over the next few days. Where is the fight in this group of White Sox? Are we going to see it? I was really hoping that we would get to Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and the White Sox would not need the games that they're going to play against the Cubs. The good news for the White Sox, I don't think the Cubs are going to need the games against the White Sox. I think they are going to be more focused on what happens in the National League playoffs. I think they will have won the National League Central by then, and it won't mean anything to them as far as their seeding goes. The White Sox are in a precarious position right now. As I record this, they are a half game up on the Minnesota Twins. They are one game ahead of them in the loss column. The, the Cleveland Indians have fought their way back into the division race. And now, if you lose tonight to, to Cleveland, they have a legitimate shot of winning the division, too. And what you didn't want was three teams having a fair shot. And you were hoping that the White Sox would put some distance between themselves and the Twins. And now that's gone. It's made more difficult because of who the White Sox are going to have to face over the next couple of starts. Shane Bieber has a legitimate argument for American League MVP, along with being a Cy Young candidate and the guy who I think is going to win the Cy Young in the American League. So you've got Bieber and Plesak standing in your way. It's no guarantee because the, the White Sox are sending Lucas Giolito to the mound, and Lucas ain't no slouch. Like Lucas is one of the best pitchers in the game for tonight. But they made the road really rough. They lost a bullpen game. That's what Cleveland started on Tuesday. 
They started Quantrill, who was nasty. He had nasty stuff, but he only went four innings. And then their bullpen went to work, and they were able to, for the most part, shut the White Sox down until we got to the 10th inning. And then they had what seemed like a lead that that was going to allow them to get the win that they desperately needed, and they didn't. Jose Ramirez, according to Fangraphs, is the best player in the American League. You throw him a fastball, he can hit it a mile, and that's what Jose Ruiz did, and he got hit a mile. This was probably the most deflating loss. There are some other losses midway through the season because the White Sox didn't play smart baseball that were upsetting. This was the most devastating. Like from a from an emotional standpoint, this was the one where you weren't mad. You were just destroyed because they lost the game. Because it was a game that it looked like they had battled back. It was a game that had the the possibility of being a, a real true moment for the White Sox in the way that they were able to scratch and claw out runs and and come through in the clutch. And it looked like that's what it was going to be. And then it was just taken away from them. And it happened so fast that it gave me some fear. Or I shouldn't say fear. It brought back the reality of what is the playoffs. Those are the types of games you lose in the playoffs. And they stay with you for a really long time. Those are the types of games where you just go, oh. That's a a send you home game that will linger throughout the entire offseason. Luckily, the White Sox are not in the playoffs. This wasn't a win-to-go-home situation. They have games in front of them that they need to buckle down. But in that game, there were... Tim Anderson getting thrown out. I understand why he got thrown out. I I I sympathize with him because Angel Hernandez's strike zone was god awful. It was terrible for everybody. It wasn't just something that affected the White Sox. And I guess if he's bad for both teams and the teams are in a 1-1 tie, then maybe no one should should complain, but I understood why he complained like he did. I understood it completely. But you're the team's best all-around player. You're the shortstop in a situation where there isn't anyone really to back you up. And the White Sox had to get creative. They had to give up the DH to put Yomer at shortstop because he had already come in the game to pinch run for Edwin Encarnacion. I'm good with that. I thought that was a smart play because it wasn't like that position was going to come back up again. You were hoping that you were going to get your three outs and get out of there with a win. It didn't turn out to to work that way. Colome got hurt, and he couldn't go back out there, and you end up where you're asking Matt Foster to step in into a save situation that, quite frankly, he wasn't quite prepared for. So then Ruiz comes up because you're playing the matchup game and they just got burned by it. None of it feels good. I'm I wonder how the White Sox are going to react in Wednesday and Thursday's game. 
in Cleveland. I'm I'm truly concerned about how they will react. My hope is that they react with some anger, some some righteous anger, and then they take that anger out on Cleveland in the batter's box, on the mound, and that's what's really sad. I thought that Reynaldo Lopez pitched really well on Tuesday, and I wish that that could, like the White Sox winning that game and Lopez pitching well and us asking questions about, well, okay, does that mean that Lopez is the guy that would start a game four in an ALDS situation? This week has just added to some of the questions that are present when we're talking about the White Sox. Does anyone trust Dylan Cease at this point? Does anyone want to see him in a playoff scenario at all? Is Colum A going to be all right? Because that's who you're asking to close games down. What's happened to Luis Robert? I've been saying for the last couple of weeks, because it's been a horrible September for Luis Robert, that I feel like the young man needs some time off. And I... I thought that this would be the week to do it and maybe you could do it before the Cubs series or maybe you could do it during the Cubs series. Now I don't I don't know I don't know if you can do that. When you look at the fall that he's had this season, where now his OBP is 297. He's a 741 OPS player. Think about that. The average is around 760 in Major League Baseball. Think about how good Luis Robert was for the first month and a half of the season. And it'll tell you how far that he has fallen now. And it's a young player. Young players hit walls. He's hit a wall figuratively and literally if you were watching Tuesday's game. And he hasn't been able to bounce back yet. These are his numbers. And they're ugly. This is Luis Robert over the last seven days. His batting average is zero. Zero. He's played seven games. And he hasn't gotten a hit in seven games. His batting average for the last 14 days is a bingo number. 0.75. The last month of baseball. Luis Robert is hitting 153 and slugging 306. You look at the strikeouts that he's had in the last 28 games, he's struck 24 games, he struck out 28 times. The young man needs some time off. He has played in every single game that the White Sox have played. Well, almost every. He's played 52 of the 50 how many games they play? 55 games. I think that he could use two days off just to sit and watch. And I now am worried that what's happening with him at the plate is happening with him in the field. I know that every fan base goes through stuff like this, and I know that I am not immune to emotional swings when it comes to my favorite baseball team. But this has been bad. There's an opportunity to turn it around starting on Wednesday night. The White Sox need to take advantage of it. 
I'm not here. Look, you reset once you start the postseason. It's it's true. I don't want to tell you that the way that they're playing is a referendum on how they will play once the postseason starts. I believe that they should have winning the division as a goal. That's a goal that they should have. And I hope that we didn't... I hope that that my sports radio guy assumption that they took their foot off the gas is wrong. I hope that they just ran into some really good pitching at a really bad time and that any sort of reset will be good for them. Um, But... It is it's getting late, and these last five days have been troubling. Let's see if they can finish this thing strong and instill some confidence in not only themselves, but the fan base. I appreciate you listening.